0: You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, SexyMarriage.net. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, and I am pleased and happy to welcome my wife back to the land of the living, now that tax day has passed.
0: Yes, we're recording this the morning after. <laughs> so, I'm here, I'm awake, no coffee even. After, <laughs> after Life is long,
1: good. long hours by her, it's impressive, baby, your stamina, <laughs> to get that much work done and that kind of intent. Man. Well done. It's all
0: good, thank you. It's all good. <laughs>
1: But this is not tax radio, this is Sexy Marriage Radio,
0: Yes, it
1: is. where we're having honest, straightforward conversations about married life, and love, and sex. In today's episode, we're just going to be talking about talking, majority of the time.
0: Uh, Okay, let's talk about talking. (laughs) That sounds great.
1: If you want to jump in, uh, let us know what you think, or questions that you have, we welcome your phone calls at 214-702-9565 also send us an email feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And if you like what we've got going on, please jump on iTunes, rate and review, subscribe. Do the same on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Any of the ways that you choose to listen to us, we want to help we want your help to help spread the word that married sex is the hotbed for sex. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we fully believe that It can just get better and better the longer this whole relationship goes. And we want that to happen for you. Thanks to Scentbird for supporting Sexy Marriage Radio. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com forward slash SMR and use my code SMR for 50% off your first month. Coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, a couple of voicemails that have come in. And our answers, so this should be a fun conversation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to these. About conversations. (laughs) Yeah. And on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, twice as long, and no ads, you can subscribe at sexymarriage.net to get all the extended content, plus you can subscribe to the Academy and get even more content with conversations in the chat room, monthly coaching calls. Mm -hmm. It's worth the time and a lot of great people that you get access to. In the extended content today, we're going to be talking about what are the aspects to help create a good life? What are the things mm. that can really help take your life and then in turn your marriage and then in turn your sex life to whole other levels? Because there's some characteristics that yeah. that need to be followed. And so we're going to be having a conversation about that. Okay, All that's coming up on today's show.
2: Yeah, well, I just uh, found your... Podcast, and I have a question. I was listening to the uh, January 16, 2019, Desire Communication Differences. And, uh, so I've been married over 15 years, and, and we rarely talk about sex and at all, um, openly and, and freely. And so, um, I'm curious, you know, what resources are Resources and recommendations you might have for um, you know, opening that up more, to more free conversation uh, with with a spouse that that is not interested in ever really talking about it at all. Um, so even listening to this podcast would not be something that would be considered in our relationship. So I'd just like to know what your recommendations and resources are.
1: Well, this is a pretty common uh, theme to some of the questions that come through.
0: Yeah. I mean, high desire, low desire in right. every aspect of life, right?
1: Right. And typically the higher desire wants to um, have more conversations, more dialogue back and forth, more free-flowing experiences like he's describing, because that's the foray into experiencing it. Yeah. And moving more more deeply into the world of sex together and and so a lot of times there's this belief and hope that if we can just start talking about it we'll start experiencing it more which is probably not wrong
0: oh, I think it's valid I think that that's part of part of what we try and do here is get conversations going yep. which then uh, starts expanding what you as a couple are experiencing right. together
1: but but why I'm say, why I'm framing this in the context of it's probably not wrong is because just having the conversations and getting it to the free flow back and forth doesn't necessarily mean you're going to experience it. True, <laughs> because it doesn't it doesn't solve the gridlock. More communication okay. does not solve gridlock, and so specifically to his question of how do we get this going on in my marriage to more of a free flowing dialogue? Mm-hmm. Uh, if both aren't on board, you can't. Right. I mean, it's it's it, it, it initially, it's it's not going to just be like, hey, you know, I would really like for you to talk to this more about this. So that they usually don't know that. Well, let me rephrase that: the spouse usually knows. I'm not going to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this.
0: I well, again want to is the deal, right? It's a mm-hmm. desire for it. Um, but people can mold and change over time as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I mean, I'm speaking from experience here.
1: And that's the process I want to talk about is because it's, a, it's, an, it's an evolution to get to that point. It's not just a switch.
0: Right. I totally agree with that.
1: And, and the way it changes is you start to recognize as the higher desire looking to change and push and, and want more of that conversation and that dialogue, then you start it more.
0: In my opinion, you start it by, by leading by example, not by just all of a sudden, I think you should read this or, or otherwise. Right. Right. I guess I would say what, um, changed things for me was really, um, seeing you, lead more. Okay, so early on in marriage, I I didn't want to talk about sex at all even up to we've been married 25 years now, up to year 15 probably is about when that started. When, okay. Um and a lot of it was was change I saw in you that was like, oh, that's kind of enticing. I think I could get out of my myself. It it, it was it was changes that you were living out, and then I thought, oh, okay, I I could join in this party, and maybe I'd be better for it. Um, trying to pinpoint for him what those changes were might be a little tough, right? but I think that everyone has to do what they feel is making them grow, and right. then it may not force a change in a spouse, but... Hopefully, they're seeing a difference in you.
1: But it's it's better pressure on the system. Yeah. If if you start living and being like, and specifically with this voicemail, if if he starts leading in um, being intentional, because this is the one thing we keep hearing uh, at the inbox or the voicemail line two one four seven zero two nine five six five is, how do I get my spouse, my lower desire spouse, to X. Because mm-hmm. they don't want to, they're draw they're drawing the line. They're not comfortable. They're not interested. It's off limits, and it even goes so far as a lower desire saying, "You can't talk. We're not going to talk about that anymore. You can't even bring that up anymore." And my response to that is, they don't get to control what I say or don't say. Right. They can control if they join the conversation or not. Right. But I can still bring the subject up, and so a lot of times. What we will do as higher desires is we bring up the subjects by saying, like what you alluded to, Pam, here, this was a great book. You really need to read this. This is talking about us. And that's basically saying, fix yourself with this book. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong. That's the underhanded message within it a lot of times, at least the way it can be interpreted. So instead, you're better off by saying, hey, I came across this book. This is what spoke to me. I thought it was really good. And then leave it at that. Don't expect the push, the, the oh, tell me more. Oh, what do you mean by that? And
0: Or maybe not even a recommendation of them reading. Right. But it's something you enjoyed.
1: Right. Just here's what I learned, because I, I think if you're talking about our journey, the big shift was when I was in grad school. Yeah, it was. And I was having to read, one, to keep up yeah. <laughs> with school. But I was so in, in, engrossed in all of that world that it I couldn't help but talk about it. But I also knew, I'm not trying to get you to have a conversation with me about it. I'm just talking about
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the difference. Is You recognize, I'm on this journey, and I want it to be with a partner. But some of it, I'm going to have to take the step ahead and see if they'll catch up
0: mm-hmm.
1: in some regards. Yeah, And then if I'm living that and I'm speaking about it, and I'm allowing the pressures of the dynamic between us to play out, that's the best way you can use the system. Mm -hmm. He's asking for, are there any specific resources? I have uh, one, for sure, and then another one uh, soon to be available. Uh, One is a a course that I wrote a long time ago called He Said, She Said, which is just communication, marital communication. Mm -hmm. You can find that at sexymarriage.net. Uh, It just walks you through some of the dynamics of here's some of the components of communication that really do matter and help Mm -hmm. when I understand it better. I'm better equipped. But the other one is uh, it's been a long time since I've released a product. Yeah. But in the works right now, uh, getting ready to launch before long is the desire course, which is all about the world of desire. Mm. So it's not just landing on the concept of sex. It's landing on the concept of desire. Okay. Okay. And so that's going to be coming. And so stay tuned to future episodes and sexymarriage.net and you'll hear more. And I, within there, there will be information on how do I navigate the dilemmas between what I want versus what my spouse wants. Yeah. Because that's part of the marriage that we cannot get around. And I have to recognize I just have to lead me and us better and then let them do the same. And then we figure out our solutions. Okay. So Pam, have you ever had someone come up to you and say, Man, Pam, you smell amazing. What perfume are you wearing?
0: Only since I've been using Scentbird, actually. Well,
1: (laughs) tell me more about Scentbird. Because Scentbird is the sponsor for today's episode. And they are a great subscription service because they offer the opportunity for month-size vials or Cases or containers. They're actually
0: pretty pretty little containers, yeah.
1: And they show up that allows you to change it up and go where you want to go.
0: Yeah, with Scentbird, I found a great way to uh, have great taste and mix it up in the fragrances without breaking the bank. Um, no matter what your taste is, you know, if you like a Gucci or Versace or whatever, scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month.
1: That's right, because you get the month long sizes. That's like 120 sprays that'll get you through the month, and mm-hmm. you don't end up with shelf fulls of half used bottles of perfume or cologne. Scentbird allows you to change it up, it also allows you. More than 450 designer brands to choose from. You can try the brands you want. It is the real deal. Mm -hmm. We've been using it for months. Our daughter uses it as well. So there's all kinds of a potpourri of fragrances going on in Mm -hmm. the Allen household, in the Sexy Marriage Broadcast Studios. (laughs) So if you're not sure what you're looking for because you're not really into the perfume, Scentbird's a great way to test it out. And they even have... Uh, a great way to sort fragrances by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. So with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. So for $7.50 for your first fragrance, you go to scentbird.com forward slash SMR. Use our code SMR for 50% off your first month. Again, that's scentbird.com forward slash SMR. ...for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing.
3: Hey guys, uh, Steve here. Thanks again for all the shows. I've listened since the beginning, so uh, much appreciated bringing these things to light. Anyhow, uh, our marriage struggle basically resolves around uh, the desire to kind of fix issues... ...that my wife will bring up from time to time around work challenges and some things she might be struggling for or with. But um, I know it's, it's probably a familiar subject that uh, others may struggle with, but if, if I don't give a kind of solution or my two cents, so to speak, isn't that similar to watching her, I don't know, drown in a pool or, and not offering up assistance? I know that that's probably not the popular opinion, but I'd be interested to get your kind of input as to how that that sort of goes. I mean, I think we talk a lot about nonviolent communication and all these tools and some of the techniques around, you know, asking and requesting. But uh, with limited time and conversations, probably in the evening, um, we just don't have that much time necessarily. And, you know, during the course of normal conversation, you know, I think it's a little bit more challenging. Anyhow. I uh, thought others might struggle with it, so I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts and input. Again, thanks for everything.
1: Thank you so much, Steve, for the call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The old world of fixers.
0: I get My first question would be, um, have you asked her what she is looking for when she talks to you? Just that, okay, I'm listening. Do you want me to give you solutions? Or do you want me just to listen? Okay. And I'm speaking from the other end and Corey, you're usually a listener. <laughs> but quite often on the few times that you do give a fixer response, sometimes I'm like, I just want you to listen. I didn't want you I didn't want you to try and solve it. Right. You're not in my office. You're not my Coworkers, or whatever the case may be i'm thinking that in my head right i just wanted to kind of let it loose and say here's what you was just on my heart a verbal the data dump right so i think so, some, some, so sometimes in the spousal role that's all you're there for is the data dump it's not to fix the problem and so
1: that's where sometimes the code words can come in very very handy yeah. meaning if you know going in i just need to data dump
0: mm-hmm.
1: say so ahead of time yeah you know that's meta communication it's communication about your communication that's what that means
0: or if you're the one receiving the data dump ask the question what are you looking for from me in this conversation because i'm here either way
1: right but he's talking about when they're talking about a limited time together yeah that they don't get You know, so that's golden time. That's precious time. So how do I make the most out of it? And what I hear very, very clearly from Steve in this voicemail is his identity in this world is a fixer. Okay. He likes to fix problems, particularly those people he cares about and their problems. Sure. Which kind of common. It's a natural thing. Yeah. in, In some regards, it can be a very good thing to do. But then you start crossing into the line you're talking about. Of, I'm not looking for you to fix this. I just want you to be with me in it. Yeah. To, I want to just share this, and you can almost put it down into two categories of people. That some people are fixers, obviously, Mm -hmm. and some people are just sharers. I just want to share an experience with you. I don't need to fix it. Let's just, I want by me sharing my world and doing a data dump with you. It's a way to be with you. It's a way to connect. It's a way to invite you into my world so you see a little more what's going on behind the curtain. And it's not at all uncommon that a sharer is married to a fixer. Because this is not just a male-only thing, although male-centric is predominant in the fixer mentality. But it is one of those that this is one of the things that's so sophisticated about married life is that it's... It's built to help us grow up. And so fixers marry sharers mm, funny, <laughs> and vice versa. Funny. So a lot of times I think it just, it matters of, you have to look at it through the lens of what is she looking for? Maybe you have the conversation like you're asking Pam, like, Hey, just speak up. What are you looking for from me here? That can derail a lot of things.
0: In a gentle way.
1: Right. <laughs> okay. <maybe laughs> what are you so. looking
0: for from me? Why are you telling me this? <laughs> Don't do that. Well, fair enough.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Although you can go to the other extreme of like, you know what? I don't really care about what your data dump is right now. I got a lot of other things going on. And it's just how do you figure out how to meld those two worlds together? Yep. But the, the truism we believe in our family, and we keep reiterating this to each other and then to our children, is we help those who seek to help themselves and ask for it. Yeah. Right? That That's just because otherwise what happens is I hear a problem or I hear something going on in somebody's world. I solve it the way I would solve it, which isn't really helping them if they haven't asked for how I would solve it.
0: Right. So yeah. I it's projections. Yeah. I wouldn't jump in to try and solve a problem if you haven't been asked to help solve it.
1: Right. And it's 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 basically also dismissing of the person. hm-hmm. Because you're, you, what you're basically saying is they're sharing a problem that hasn't been uh, uh, associated with an, a request of help me fix this, mm-hmm. and you step in and want to fix it the way you would do it, which is saying this is the best way to do it. You don't know what you're doing. Let me tell you how to do it.
0: Potentially, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, that's the under. That's the that's the secondary message built in there somewhere. Okay. And. What comes to my mind is there was an article I read a uh, couple months back about a guy who got a cancer diagnosis, and it it really just was a peaceful, warm blanket over him and the way he he took it. Right? It, it wasn't like a, ter- a terminal, mm-hmm. but it just it just kind of set his it, it reset his course sure. for life. And when he would tell people about it, they were like, "Well, you need to get a second opinion. You need to go here. You need to do that." And and it was all there reaction mm-hmm. to him rather than him just saying, I'm good. Yeah. Leave me alone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I got this handled.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm sharing this and they, it comes out of our own insecurities, uncertainties, fears, hurts, pains that we're not even on honoring their own path mm-hmm. in life. And so That's where communication gets really sophisticated to see it as, all right, how do I make room for both of us? Mm. And sometimes for a fixer, it is incredibly difficult to make room for somebody struggling because that's what Steve sees it, likens it to, I'm basically watching my wife drown. Yeah. If I don't offer a solution here.
0: Right. So if that's his mindset, that, that would be a very difficult thing to sit back and think, I have an elegant solution for you here, but you didn't ask for it. How can I not share it? That's a but even framing it back.
1: that way is a little different. Of hey, you know what? I have some ideas if you're interested.
0: Oh, uh, well, there that's you go. a
1: whole different world into that dilemma. Yeah, but I just think of it as you've married a woman that probably can swim. Yeah, <laughs> so. Let her swim. Hmm. Uh, Hi,
2: guys. I wanted to add a question and a comment to the recent oral sex discussions on the show and get your feedback. Um, First, the question regarding the issue with some women who don't like their husband ejaculating in their mouth for various reasons. Uh, Are there condoms that are safe for oral sex and that they don't have chemicals or lubricant material in them that, you know, you wouldn't want to ingest, and just I haven't ever heard of that, but just had that thought and then a comment along the same line um why not just have a signal, say verbally or squeeze of her arm, for instance um what where the man is about to come, and she can pull away and let him do it outside her mouth? I mean it seems like that would solve that issue as well, but thanks so much for your great work.
1: Thanks for calling in. Because yeah. this is something we did overlook mm-hmm. that there are uh, condoms available that are non- lubricated that are mm-hmm. thin they're not specifically designed for oral sex that I that I'm aware of there could possibly be yeah but there are uh, things that you can use that would be safe for oral and that it would allow for the experience We even had an emailer uh, from the Sexy Marriage Nation that she emailed in saying her husband's number one fantasy is to let him ejaculate in her mouth and she just can't get past it yet. But she's going to meet him halfway and she's going to give him a blowjob blow and then midway she's going to slip on a very thin condom and let, condom and let him do his thing. So it's just a start but maybe this can be a start. So she's just been listening and loves the show.
0: I love her for being creative and trying to figure out things
1: right there's there's resources that can that can help um, with this with this issue and even with his his comment of what about simple signals I mean a lot of our life is code yeah if you will especially in marriage Mm -hmm. and so come up with the conversations Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: and the signals that that way you know what it means and that can help eliminate some of the anxiety and and fear Mm -hmm. surrounding it then what matters the most and is imperative is you got to lo- honor and live according to the codes. Right. <laughs> because then if you don't...
0: parlay. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice to Pirates code. of the Caribbean yes.
1: <laughs> reference there.
0: Yeah, you have to honor it. You can't just keep going on past if you said... Here's what's happening when I squeeze your arm or whatever.
1: Right, because that's that's then breaking trust, mm-hmm. which those then spill out and hurt other aspects of the relationship, not even just your sex life a mm-hmm. whole lot more. Because we don't realize the integrity hits that that can do to us. Right, and we're going to leave it at that.
0: Well, thanks. I've enjoyed today. <laughs> it's been good to be back in the land of the living with
1: you. <laughs> the land of the living. Once again, after April 15, yeah, another season beyond us. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If we left something undone, uh, please let us know two one four seven zero two nine five six five. If you've got uh, components you want to add to the conversations about conversations that we've had or if you caught the extended version and are wanting to add to or clarify some of the elements of creating a good story, let us know. We'd
0: yeah, that's t- fun stuff to talk about. We'd love to dive deeper in the future.
1: Because we're all, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.